You're listening to Broke. We bring you stories about what happens at the intersection of poverty and life. I'm Joanne Goldblum. I've spent my life working with people in poverty. I'm joined by my friend, Colleen Shaddix, a journalist whose beat is social justice. Today, we're going to talk about our book, Broken America, Seeing, Understanding, and Ending U.S. Poverty. This is kind of the cliff notes for Broke. We're going through chapter by chapter Mm -hmm. and giving you some highlights. Yep. I'm really excited about this. Um, So we're going to start. Chapter one is is, um, water. So... um, that's what we're going to start with. And and I'm really excited that this is chapter one because it turns out that this is really my favorite chapter, but it might be. We learned a lot yeah. researching this chapter. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember calling you a number of times saying, I've learned this thing today and it can't be true. Right. And And we would double check it and we would triple check it. And unfortunately... Our research was true. Yeah, and and it's interesting because I think that we went into writing this book really thinking we knew a lot more than we did. Yeah. Um, And, you know, I think that the reason that's kind of interesting is because we know a lot about this. So that's the thing. It's not like we were writing a book. You know, if I wrote a book about gardening, Mm -hmm. everything would be new to me, right? (laughs) I would expect that. Yeah. Um, But so water... Um, what was the one thing that struck you in this chapter, if you can do sort of high level? It struck me how many places there are in the United States where there has never mm-hmm. been mm-hmm. either a supply of running water or a supply of running water that was fit to drink. Like never, not a recent crisis, not a Flint sort of situation. Right. Yeah. And, and it's, that that was shocking, um, and also one of the the things about that that was so shocking was that water water's a right. I mean, shouldn't water be a right? Well, the United Nations thinks so. Right, and how do we get to be this country that doesn't have to do what the United Nations says? Nothing is a right. In the United States, housing's so not a right. Healthcare is not a right. Well, guns are yeah. sacred, yes, but water is not a right. And we interviewed people who either had had their water shut off for non-payment because mm-hmm. the rates were crazy, mm-hmm. who lived in communities where there had never been water, right, or who lived in communities where the water was so unhealthy that they couldn't drink it, right. And you know that is you know the the the, the thing that just you know broke me in this chapter was um the 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 part about the town in Alaska mm. where they've you know never had running water and um they have to carry the human waste from their homes to a place where they you know keep it all and I remember that woman told you that that she didn't let her kids play in the street during the thaw because there was so much human waste in the street. Yeah. That's the United States. That's what one of the women I, I talked with said. This isn't the third world. This is the United States. But the conditions are not what we associate with America. 
and the harm that's done to people is enormous. Um, In that community, people Mm -hmm. said that once they got the beginnings of a water system in town, Mm -hmm. their kids got sick less often. It was a surprise, you know. Um, I interviewed another woman who lived in Navajo country where it's really also common not to have water. Um, And she talked about them getting a bathtub full of water Mm -hmm. once a week. Mm-hmm. And she and her siblings bathed in it. Mm-hmm. And after they had bathed, they washed their clothes in it. So mm-hmm. you can imagine as... Sturdy, yeah, I know. I can imagine that. Um, and she said that she went to a, a white school. All the kids on the reservation were bussed out. So they already were not fully part of that community. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And people made fun of the way she smelled. Sure. So she quit school. Yeah, and... and- and we heard so many stories like that. The, um, you know, it, not exactly the same, but, but the man in Baltimore mm. who, um, you know, had a lien on his house because of a water bill that you believe was, was really an error. Yeah, it was in the thousands. Right, and people just don't use that much water. And, and it, he was having to spend, what, $20 a week? To get bottled water to flush his toilet right and and the fact that we allow that to happen you know um that 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 people go into bankruptcy because of water yeah and the other thing that we found out is it's a lot cheaper to get water if you're nestle oh yeah well there's a surprise um the the companies that bottle water mm-hmm. tend to get access to the water at much lower rates than residential users. And what's interesting is that's the American way, right? We talk mm. about it all the time with diapers. And, you know, when it comes to buying any commodity, buying more costs less. Mm. Um, and, 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 right, it's no wonder that Nestle who's buying so much water, given our society, would get it for so much less. But there's a real cost to maintaining those water systems. Oh, sure. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah, and, I'm not saying it's right. And that means that Nestle mm-hmm. really isn't sharing in that cost. Exactly. But the average homeowner is. Mm-hmm. And we know we don't spend money on infrastructure in America. Even with all those infrastructure weeks? Well, okay. maybe in the future. Okay. So water systems around the country are mm-hmm. basically post-World War II construction Hence when it was fun to use lead. Right, right. So a lot of them really desperately need upgrades to be safe. Right. And communities have two choices now. They either whistle past the graveyard mm-hmm. and just don't check lead levels. Right. Or if they do make major refurbishments, that means water rates go up and mm-hmm. that means shutoffs go up too. Right. Though, you know, in in the water chapter, our Better Way box is about a town that did it really well. Lansing, Michigan. Yeah. Um, they made a decision before they had a big problem, right? To, to, to redo all their pipes? Yeah. And by doing it systematically mm-hmm. instead of in a response to pipe bursting or Mm -hmm. something like that they got really good at it Mm -hmm. and they started doing it at much lower cost than most towns do it right and you know they bonded it they did it over time Mm -hmm. and they had a safe water system without 
anybody being excessively burdened. Right. And it's interesting, right, because there's so much focus, not enough, but everybody knows about Flint, right? Yeah. Hardly anybody knows about Lansing. Right. I mean, same state, also affected by the auto industry. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it wasn't like Lansing was swimming in cash. Right. Lansing made really good decisions. Right. And we don't publicize communities that do well yeah about these things and I, I think that that's actually an issue related to poverty and we see it throughout the book right that people who do great things sort of say oh that's wonderful but you know that can't be replicated yeah but but but, but it could um what are some of the uh, what are some of the things that you like the best in in that chapter on what to do? What are what are actions people can take? So it made me a a firm believer in never buying bottled water. I mm-hmm. tried not to buy it already very much for environmental reasons, mm-hmm. but when you buy bottled water, you are really supporting these super users mm-hmm. that put heavy strain on the system mm-hmm. that then residential users are left to pay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and another thing that I think um, you know people can do is really understanding their own community's mm-hmm. water, uh, the role that water plays, the water authority in their community, or what have you, you know, and understand rates and see if your community has a sliding scale. Do most? No, it's yeah. very rare. Yeah, but it does work. Right, there are places that do it, and it it makes you know you also encourage conservation that way right because you generally what happens is the first x gallons Mm -hmm. are a very low rate Mm -hmm. so if you are just using your water really carefully right you're always going to have water in your Mm -hmm. house if you have a swimming pool you're going to pay a lot more Mm -hmm. if you want to water your lawn every morning and night you're going to pay a lot more Mm -hmm. if you're an industrial user you're going to pay more that seems so much more fair than what we have now where the people who use it the most pay the least pay the least in it you know we know that climate change is going to make water an even more precious resource than Mm -hmm. it is now Mm -hmm. so we really need to encourage conservation and the way we do it now we don't and and it's interesting because i hadn't thought of this until you just said it but really just like our sales tax system, our um, sort of uh, water system, it, the, the way we pay for it is regressive. It is. You know, so many of our systems are set up on a regressive model. Yeah. Um, and, and I really believe, and I, I guess I think you do too, since it's why we wrote the book, that we just need to talk about this stuff more. Yeah, we do. The reaction that we got to this chapter in particular really shows that mm-hmm. people keep saying to us oh my god I was shocked yeah and actually somebody and I can't remember who which is probably just as well recently wrote to me and said it must be somebody I know pretty well because they said that they expected to pick up the book and sort of skim it and after they read the water chapter they were like hooked mm. I should probably find out who that was yeah I bet I have an email that says it person yeah, yeah. Yeah. And the other thing that we really found out was that there was a racial component. Oh, yeah. We found that access to water was so much more often denied in communities of color. 
Yeah, I guess we found that in most chapters, didn't we? We found racism and poverty really hold hands and walk through the world together. Yeah, but but I think, and it's funny because the the way we structured the book, of course, these first you know chapters were about basic needs, and water is the most basic of basic needs, um, and and without it, families struggle in so many ways. Yeah, you know, there's the reality of just not having water, which is awful or having your child exposed to lead, which is awful, um, or having to, to buy bottled water, you know. And the other thing that we talked about in the book is um, the agribusiness. Yeah, agribusiness like the water bottlers mm-hmm, mm-hmm. gets tremendously cheap rates. Right, right, right. And that, I think, is is a really huge problem in California where water is an issue. Yes, and again, we're not talking about family farms right right we're talking about multinational corporations right who in fact will buy land simply for the water rights whether right. they're going right. to use it to plant or not right um vineyards are actually very popular to buy these days because really they come with a lot of water rights yes i didn't know that mm. i was gonna get you one for your birthday oh thanks colleen it's welcome. soon you know i know mm-hmm. um well so if anybody you know wants to to come visit me once I have a vineyard, hmm. I'm available. I will. I, yeah. I, I'm glad. Um, anything else about water you feel like we should add to the cliff notes? I think what you said close to the beginning, that we really need to recognize it as a mm-hmm. right. We mm-hmm. don't recognize as rights things that are recognized as rights in most of the world. Yeah, and, and that it shouldn't be a radical idea. No. To say water is a right. Right. Um, you know, it's funny because, and I just keep thinking of these uh, connections. It, it's like with period products, right? Why don't we have them in bathrooms? You know, water is free in the world. Yeah, if you go in, you know, there are water fountains. Mm-hmm. Most restaurants give you water for free. You know, but... Somehow we have to pay for it. Yeah, in a, in our own homes, and um, that's crazy. Well, if you'd like to learn about more crazy stuff, <laughs> you can visit our book website at brokenamerica.net. Yeah. If you'd like to talk to us about these things, you can email us at brokenamerica at gmail dot com, and we'd love to hear from you. Absolutely. Thanks, Thanks Colleen. Colleen. <laughs>